0: the final post-game
1: podcast for
0: a week or so because uh, there will not be one tomorrow. Friday. I mean, no one's doing
1: one tomorrow. We do the warm-up show, though, tomorrow. Oh well, yeah, yeah, I said post-game podcast. Okay,
0: post-game podcast. And then Monday you'll do the warm-up show with Chris Presti as you're at Jet Camp and CeeLo is here in the studio. Right. I will be away next week, as you will be. Yes. Once you do that show Monday. So we'll see
1: you in like a week and a half.
0: Where are you going next week? Uh, I'm going to Poland.
1: Poland? This time of year, Jerry? Yeah. All right. Minnesota. Minnesota. All it's right. It's beautiful in the summer. I bet it is beautiful in the summer. So, yes, I will be out of town next week. All right. I will be out of town as well. I'm going to San Diego. Yeah. I'm I am you going to the Ukraine. I'm traveling across the country to go to the beach when Gina lives five blocks from the beach. Well, that's a little different. Okay. I hope so, Jerry. I hope so. I'm going to make a deal with Gina on this Spring trip. Spring Lake may be nice. It ain't San Diego. True. I'm going to make this vow to her. On this trip, Jerry? Marriage? No complaints. Vows? Better than marriage. I will not complain on this trip. I'm you're not really wrong t- about that. That probably is better. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard, like from the time we are traveling to the airport, my time in the line at the airport, my time on the plane, getting to the rental car, getting to the hotel. I would do no complaining. The only thing I would say
0: is be careful of making promises you're not. Right. You may not be able to keep. Right. Because you may go in with a great frame of mind. Right. I'm going If you to. get that kid kicking your chair for right. six hours across the country,
1: there's no chance that you're lasting 30 seconds without complaining. I'm glad you brought that up. Here's the interesting thing about kids on planes. Not the kid, the, here's what annoys me. Not the kid behind me kicking my chair. The that parent that allows suck. them to? That does suck. But the kid in front of you. Like um, Oh, that wants to look at you? No, oh. that I'm even okay with. The kid in front of you that's like three years old or four years old and they have their own seat and they recline the seat. Well, you're allowed to recline the seat. I agree. And if adult recline the seat, as the annoying as it is, they go, well, he reclined the seat. I get it. A kid is only playing with the buttons and reclining the true. seat. That they don't true. need the relaxing, the back relaxing. So this thing. is going to work out really well for you. I'm getting it out early my complaints so I'm I would not gonna say though, complain. with where you're going
0: the chances of there being a ton of kids on the flight yeah it's not like you're going to Disney World right so you should like that plane'll be half a Disney World flight to you know, Orlando will be half packed
1: with kids oh my gosh I, can't I would imagine. think
0: you going to San Diego to Southern California I don't yeah. I just
1: think it's a normal flight and my father reminded me when I was a kid we went to San Diego we went to the San Diego Zoo and all this stuff. Now, what are doing this week? No. And my parents at that time thought it was a great idea to cross over the border into Tijuana. Oh, cool. Back with, then, that probably was cool. It was my mom and dad. You bought drugs. It was my mom yeah. and dad and his mom, mm. my grandmother, me and my two sisters. Now, I was probably nine at the time. Okay. My sister was five. We get into Tijuana, and it's a huge open flea market. Right? Outside, multiple rows, da-da-da. Well, the family split up to go in different directions, and each parent thought they had my youngest sister. Oh, no. So they meet back up an hour later, and neither one of them has the five-year-old. Wow. In Tijuana. Where was she? She, Well, we... And where they find her. They found her... Uh, with a, a a guy who had a, a table in Tijuana who was selling things. She was very upset. He was trying to uh, find out who she belonged to and also calm her down by giving her keychains. He was so trying there to... There are some nice people out there. Yeah, Now this
0: is 40 years ago.
1: Right. And what? we have still... These keychains. They're beautiful, like, leather e, really? keychains of, like, a sombrero. Uh, uh, all these, like, uh, uh, Mexican-type uh, um, keychains, but very well handcrafted. Right, sure. And we had a bunch of them. <clears throat> yeah. They lost my sister in Tijuana. All kidding aside.
0: Yeah. Do you think if that happened today, you'd ever see your sister again? I do. You
1: do? Yeah, I think for the, the most... chances that you don't? I think for the most part... Like a, like like people in Tijuana working in uh, flea markets, I think are uh, good people. For the just most looking part, to make money. yeah, they'll they would That's get fair. your child back. I think people looking to steal children in whatever country you're in, um, I think they go about the game plan it like yeah. how like we're gonna go out and abduct this kid. You don't expect a five year old kid to wander into your flea market That's un- true. unattended.
0: That's true. where well, parents go to jail for that. Oh my gosh! Days. Holy cow! A Mexican prison,
1: right? Right. They'd be locked up abroad, my parents. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, they were very nervous. So as are you, you going to Tijuana too? with uh, <laughs> no Gina? No
1: chance.
0: Where you guys are going to walk in different directions that's and what, lose each other.
1: That's what I said to my father, I go, I wouldn't go to Tijuana now. Two adults going, crossing and the border. 50, you'll be 50. And I'm a man. I'll be 50. <laughs> Jerry, I have some terrific stories for you first. All right. The first one is a story that you thought we'd be reading. Okay. An update to a story we just did yesterday. All right. Yesterday we did a story about a woman being attacked by a cougar. We did. And she alerted. She she scared the cougar away by blasting a, a Metallica, oh, Metallica, a Metallica yeah. song on her phone. Yes. And you said, "I bet she hears from Metallica." Yes, I absolutely think that. James Hetfield reached out to already. Her. Yep. Wow. Already. Wow. How cool is that? Yeah. And he was excited to talk to the woman. And he was happy that a Metallica song chased the cougar away and saved her life. How about that power that you've got? The yeah. power of song can chase away a cougar. Right. They saved, and the woman said she thanked James Hetfield for the song "Don't Tread on Me" and that it saved her life. So all, all right. So I have a neighbor. Yeah. Who on weekends? Yes. And
0: beautiful evenings. So let's say a Weekend? Wednesday. It's seventy-five and sunny. All right. You go outside. He's got a great sound system in his backyard. You go outside right outside my door i can hear him cranking music in the yeah, backyard it's be not great. loud it's just there now if you're in the backyard it's probably very loud but from where i am it's just it's great ambiance it's you cool you hear it and on the weekends 10 a.m it starts and it doesn't turn off till 10 p.m and it seems like a great way to just kind of relax and chill out in the beautiful backyard that he's got i have an idea for you where would you like to retire to one day what state arizona what is the problem though with arizona
1: uh, those uh scorpions and coyotes okay. and snakes.
0: So if Metallica can chase yeah. away a jaguar right. or whatever it was, cougar. a cougar, why don't you just set up a sound system in your brand new palatial retirement estate in Arizona, right. play Metallica music nonstop, no scorpions. You're right. You chase them right away. I snake's bet, gone.
1: Right. I bet that would work because animals aren't looking to attack us. Right. They So they wouldn't go to an area. Don't make it so inviting. Right, like, when, like we don't like to see construction on the highway really? driving in in the middle of the night. Yeah. Bec- but they, and they have those super bright lights. Yeah. The only time I don't fear hitting a deer is when I'm in those areas because I think the, There's deer, activity. the deer don't want any part yeah. of these bright lights and the machines. That's always a quiet, dark road. Yes. That's why I like the Metallica. What about this? What if we blasted Metallica? We put speakers on the outside of your car. We blast Metallica driving in. And you'll scare away the deer. Deer. That's a great idea. And And any speaker. And any troublemakers in New York City. Yeah. Of course, you'll get arrested for playing music too loud outside the vehicle. (laughs) Do you think anyone ever calls the cops on your neighbor? No, I don't. I don't. How far are you from him?
0: Right across the street. Okay. I think it's cool. I don't think it's... I mean, yeah, there are two houses that would be impacted more than anybody else. I wonder
1: how they feel about it. But... I Guess believe
0: too. those three homes that I'm talking about have all been there for longer than a decade.
1: And probably no bears attacking their stuff. No
0: bears. Very used to it, too. I'm telling mm. you, it's
1: kind of a cool ambiance. You, you go like out it. There.
0: I do like it. I go out like Saturday morning. I was outside doing something and that I was cleaning out the trunk of my car for all, all the right. baseball stuff. And about all of a sudden I heard Jimmy Buffett music starting and it went from Jimmy Buffett to the Beatles to Deep Purple. I'm like, oh. this is kind of cool. Oh. I liked it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. All right. A new study is out, Jerry, that says men avoid using reusable shopping bags I don't because think
0: I've ever used a re- reusable shopping bag?
1: They fear it makes them look feminine or gay. Okay, I just whatever. I'm gonna start using. Uh, Gina will use these those uh, like shopping bags where you, they're made of like fabric. Yeah, and you bring them into like uh, your supermarkets like and fill them up. Bags. I recycle the plastic bags. Like, I'll bring them back to the stop and shop. Yeah. They have an area where you can recycle the bags. See
0: that? You're already using reusable bags. I am, stuff. right? Yes, you are. You're doing your part.
1: I do like the idea of the the real bag, though, that you bring yourself because it's sturdier. So you could jam more into the bag. I
0: do like the brown paper bag
1: myself. Yeah, I love the brown paper yeah, bag. They did away with those. They have them still in Whole Foods. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been there in a while. Because I think the theory is you would recycle the yes, paper. absolutely. Which I, I try to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I was going to say something about bags,
1: and I forgot. But you like a plastic bag.
0: I do. You know, you know in well, California, you, you can't use them. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah, I believe that. I like the plastic bag because you can put, like, nine bags on your arm. Right. And then you can literally bring in your entire order yes. of one shot, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I went to a place near where you live, and I was not aware that they don't give you bags. I had no idea. So I got online. Not that the cart was full by any stretch, but it went empty. And so we get up there, and the woman's like, where are your bags? I'm like, uh, you tell me. I'm shopping here. <laughs> like, literally, that's exactly <laughs> what I at this the this end you of the cash register. She goes, oh, no, you got to bring your own. I'm like, I got to bring my own bag to shop in your store? She goes, yes, sir. I'm like, um, okay, just put it back in the cart then. Like, meaning I'll pay for it. Just put it in the cart. So that's what she did. She scanned everything one by one, and it took me 17 trips in because I had, you know, I had a can of this. I have a jar of that. It
1: was a thing of bread. I'm like,
0: unbelievable. Was
1: it Aldi? It was. My sister, Chrissy, who lives down South Jersey, she loves Aldi. I do not. I find Aldi terrible. She loves it. She says you have to, you have to put a quarter to take a yeah, cart. for the cart, yep. And then put a quarter Correct. to put it back. She I says, left. and everyone puts the- I did not. She said everyone either puts the carriage back or those who don't get excited to get a quarter to put a, a cart back That's that somebody exactly didn't right. do. That's yeah. exactly how I felt. And that the, when you're shopping in Aldi, when you're going down an aisle, if you see a box, you take that box to use as your bag. Oh, so it's like Costco. Yeah. And they pack up your stuff with the
0: boxes at the end of the aisle. All right. Well, good to know, I guess. I'm not going back.
1: My sister tells Maybe. me that she would love to run an Aldi.
0: because She loves
1: the organization. She loves the simplicity. Right, but, right, but here's the thing. Yeah.
0: Different stores. Then here's what I saw: complete disorganization. All I saw was crap everywhere. Yeah. Understaffed, open packages and open um, like crates that yeah. weren't put on the shelf properly. It looked like someone started said, "Oh, time to go on a break," and there was crap everywhere. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going back
1: in this place. Yeah, because the person doing the shelves, you know, uh, putting the stuff on the shelf, they have to also run the register. Well, how
0: can you do that? It's a supermarket. You no, know, this is not Walgreens. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. I yeah, I don't like, like that it. about Walgreens. I don't either. There's you never anyone at the register, one there. right? Because they're doing 900 other jobs. Uh, and then Quick Check, there's another one in the middle of the, in Wawa in the middle of the night. I know you don't go. Yeah. Line, grow a set. I'll go in for a cup of coffee, and you go. It's like, who am I paying? Yeah. Oh, the guy's making a sandwich for who? It's 3 a.m. <laughs> hey, gotta wait for him. I'll be right with you. Sure, take your time. I'm not in a
1: rush. We're good. Yeah, Walgreens never has anyone at the
0: register. No. It's almost like I'm not paying you to sit there. Right. But I'm doing the register. Right. What else do you want me to do?
1: Well, go take out the makeup. Hmm. Funny. great point, Jerry. Great point. All right, what story was that? Oh, you're uh, looking. Know. Yeah, got it. Uh, what is my next story for you? Oh, this I thought you would like. We love different diet type things. I do. A new survey. This is a survey of 2,000 Americans say 79% have gained weight since they started dating the current person they're dating or married to,
0: well, considering I started dating my wife when I was seventeen, I have gained weight. Yes, that is true. This is the part that's going to shock you, though. Seventy-nine percent have gained weight since
1: dating, since being with the person they've been dating. Okay, and what is the average amount of weight people have gained? Twenty-two pounds, thirty-six wow. pounds, seventeen pounds. They say in the first year of a relationship is Holy an average. Gosh. Nikes. That's what are you people doing? Eating. Yeah, you go out a lot to eat when you're uh, you do. in a relationship. You do. And if you're not exercising,
0: those restaurant pounds are going to... Like, I'm terrified of vacation next week. Yeah. You know, I'll handle the... It's. It'll, I, I know it. I've done it. I've, I get it. It'll be the same thing. I'll be real good the first couple of days. And by day three, it's going to be like, all right, you know what? Enough of this nonsense. I'm on vacation.
1: Yeah. Right, because the first day or so, you're still in your, I'm going to be good mode. I Yeah.
0: And I'll drink, like, for me... On a lot of vacations, the first day will be, like, no mixed drinks. I'll stay away from the beer. I'll have, like, I do, like, I'll get tequila over ice and squeeze some lime in it. Perfect. That's I've nice. one or two of those. I'm good. I had a nice day. By the fourth day, it's, where's the margarita? Like, let's, you know. Right. It's enough of this straight alcohol stuff, please. I'll take a beer.
1: Now, how long will it take you to have a tequila on ice? Uh, five minutes. Oh really? No, so I'm kidding. You, <laughs> I was gonna say like that. That I'm take a long kidding. time to drink. Yeah, I would. I would sip that. Yeah,
0: and the better the tequila, the easier it is to drink. Obviously. Yeah. You can get some bad tequilas where I won't drink it. Right. There's no. You could squeeze. You could put the whole lime in there. It's disgusting.
1: What's your favorite tequila? I like Patron. Patron.
0: Yeah. Casamigos is good too, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but I do like Patron the best. Interesting. Yeah. All how right. About that. And not everybody carries that. Is that right? Uh, no. I mean, you know, some places have it. Some places don't. 37 pounds speaking of i, I graduated in 1992
1: 92 mm-hmm.
0: yeah i graduated in 92 at one i want to say i would 168 or 169 something like that right now 177 okay now i've been as high as 203 and i have not gotten past 170 since i got married back in
1: 99 so since 1999, you've been somewhere between 170 and 203. Yeah. And the 203 was for about a year or two. That's a big number. Yeah, it was. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> my God. Was that when you were eating crazy, like working overnights and eating yeah, crazy? Yeah, exactly what it was. Well, and when that... you said you, what would you use to order all the so, time? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, when you were at the gas station, you yeah. were ordering pizzas every well, day. Uh,
0: well, something like that. So I had my routine where I would get to work at 10. I was working overnights with Joe. Or whoever it was, I was anchoring. I'd wear, I'd get in at ten, and I would have a bowl of cereal. And I and oh by the way, I already had dinner with my wife at six o'clock, so my first meal of the day was dinner at six p.m. Then at like eleven, I would have Fruit Loops, <laughs> Frosted Mini Wheats. Right. Then at three, I had my lunch because I figured now I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to sleep until dinner. So it was my three meals until I couldn't sleep anymore and I was struggling to get home. Meal number four was a bacon cheeseburger from Roy Rogers right off the turnpike. On your way with home. With large fries, yeah, that I would take a bite every mile just to keep me awake. And then when you got home, you'd go to bed. Right to bed. After eating uh, right Roy Rogers. Oh, God, it was brutal. But no, the head, that's not when I was my heaviest. My heaviest was before we started doing Insanity around here. Oh, right. I was 203. Wow. And that got me down to 174. I lost 29 pounds with that. What year do you think that 203 was? Uh, 2000
1: and well, when do we do it? 2014. I'm not sure. I'm going to go back and see if you can those, find some pictures, see a fat photos. face, fat Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, let me close with two quick, uh, postcards since it is the, uh, vacationing season. Uh, this comes to us from, uh, Jeff. I think it says Levittown, but he put the stamp right on where he signed it. All right. Postcard number two for me this time. I'm in, uh, on a one night staycation. At the TWA Hotel at JFK Airport. Lots of eating, drinking, and watching planes land and take off. Jeff, you sound like a good dude. Very nostalgic. Vacations at the airport? 1960s vibe. The pool is amazing. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he sent it from the pool bar at the TWA I, Hotel. I've seen
0: that because I fly out of JFK a yeah. lot. I have seen that place. I never thought to go stay
1: there though. And here's a postcard from a woman, Jerry. Well, it's about time. Samantha. I love that name. Ciao from Italy. Hopping on the postcard bandwagon after my brother Brad sent the first one. Happy my sister, happy my sister in law, Amy, made it too. My fiance and I are currently adventuring around Lake Como. Gorgeous here. P.S. I work in the village as well. No, the Lake Como, actual Italy. P.S. I work in the village as well and frequent the Starbucks and Gregory's Coffee. May see you around. Ciao. Would you like a tour of the place? Samantha?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you a private tour. Uh, I told you, Samantha, if we had a girl, that's the name I wanted. You're going to name
1: your next child
0: Samantha? I'm not going to have another child. Oh, you're out. But the first two that we had, had one of them been a girl, I wanted Samantha
1: for the name. That is a good name. Samantha Michelle. I like that. I like that. That's what I like. Samantha Recco. Sam. SR, Sammy Recco. There you go. Can I give you one more story quickly? This is just good because people are going to the beach. Researchers say that to keep seagulls away from your food when you're on the beach. Don't feed them. But if you stare them down, they're going to stay away longer than if you're not looking. Beach Beach Tips by Al Dukes. Hi, this is a beach tip from Al Do. You'll find Al there
0: this weekend. Just look for the fifty year old pale, bald, white guy that's got uh sneakers and socks on and
1: jeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. No sunburn for me. <laughs> but he wears a nipple patch. <laughs> under an umbrella. Under that's lovely. I love an umbrella. He doesn't like an umbrella on the beach. Yeah, I love it. My wife
0: actually, she likes the sun. <laughs> I love the umbrella. Yeah, me too. So maybe we'll go together and we'll right, lay under the see umbrella. You over there.
1: <laughs> me and you under the umbrella, put the two gals outside in the sun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i gotta go
1: all right warm-up show next to you good morning campers it's the warm-up show with
0: alan jerry the shortest show on WFAA. all right it's a thursday morning
1: another day and two more
0: baseball wins al is rocking like a rolling stone
1: what's up oh hi jerry Now, I have no interest in the Rolling Stones because they're much, much older now. You are wearing the T-shirt. I am wearing the T-shirt. But to their credit, I've seen a lot of social media, Facebook and whatnot, of people who've been to the two shows they did at MetLife Stadium. Which was when? Uh, I guess like last week or earlier this week. And they said, best concerts they've ever been to. That's true. And I... And I've saw that a lot. Wow! So they must be rocking and roll. I guess so. And they even tried to go be local, the Rolling Stones, or they're like, "I don't do a Mick Jagger impression," but they're like, "Oh, I had some pork roll today." And then on the next night, he called to Taylor. Thing do Mick Jagger. The next night, he called it Taylor Ham. Right. Sparked that dumb debate that you know people think we have in New Jersey. Yeah. We I don't. don't where did that come from? We don't talk about it in New Jersey. Uh, I pork guess roll south is one, and up north is the other. Right? Yes. Yeah. But like the, whenever rockers come here they always think they have to reference something in the city where they are like right. maybe they would like Mick Jagger might come out in a Eli Manning jersey
0: did you, you see Drake brought the uh, NBA championship trophy with him? Drake did. One of did. his concerts? Yeah. He's bringing Toronto with him everywhere?
1: Yeah, that's the sort of thing you do when you're a uh, like a, bit much. a big musician, Jerry. Yeah, I guess so. Jerry, one of my favorite things in baseball, and we've seen it quite the a end lot. end of games. But, yes. <laughs> we've seen it quite a lot this year, and I'm going to dub this the year of the brouhaha. Oh, I thought you were going to say doubleheader sweep. No, okay. the year of the brouhaha. Right. Another one last night, although I saw it. Uh, called a dust-up. I did not see a... I didn't see dust a... Dust... Benches clearing... No, no. This was a dust-up, a brouhaha. Are you talking about the Orioles? That's right. That's no, not a brouhaha. That was a brouhaha. It was nothing. It was two guys yelling at each other. Yes, but, but one of them... there has got to be
0: more than two people.
1: It was more than two people. Not really. Yeah, because not people really. had to hold Chris Davis right, back. But they, but they weren't fighting. Well, Chris Davis, in the dugout, was not happy with uh, the manager. For His name is? Brandon... Hide.
0: <laughs> yes. Notes. Yeah, I know. It took you a minute. <laughs> I'm like those quarterbacks that have all their plays on their wrist. You got to come in here with wristbands on. <laughs> I'm going
1: to come in with wristbands. <laughs> uh, yes. So he was not happy that he got pulled from the game. He sucks. He went after he the should manager, just be happy Jerry. Still playing. He had to be held back. Yeah. And the manager walked away. That's a brouhaha when there's any holding no, back. No, It's not a brouhaha. Holding...
0: Is more than two people. That's just an uh, it's an argument this between was...
1: two men. Jerry, if what? someone there's has no to melee. be melee. If someone has to be restrained, it's still a brouhaha. No, it's not. Not a melee. You're right. It never got to anything. You're right. It was not a melee. It never got to anything.
0: They were both restrained and yelled at each other. It was not an argument. So it's the year of the doubleheader (laughs) sweep until there's another brouhaha because last night does not qualify
1: as a brouhaha. What if a swing was made? It's spelled
0: brouhaha. B-R-E-W or B-R-E-U?
1: When I write it, I write it phonetically on my notes. So B-R-E-W? Yeah. Space ha. Space ha. I know there's an H in there, some of brouhaha. I really don't know how it's spelled. Well, part of ha, yeah, right. <laughs> but that part's probably spelled like H-A-U with the brouhaha. I have no idea. All I know is I was excited for the dust up last night. That's how okay. good the Yankees you were are. Excited, but nothing happened. That's how good the Yankees are, Jerry. It's They're embarrassing. Causing, what did you call it? An argument um, and yeah. argument in the dugout. They did. That's how good they are hitting part the home run. Would be if you know Chris Davis actually hit once in a while. He's that awful. would that would be helpful,
0: and the, so the Yankees went ten and zero at Camden Yards. Yeah, I mean, come on, and hit how many home runs? Fifty uh, something. I wrote it down because there's notes. Uh, not only that, yeah, but put, to your point about the home runs. So if you look at what they did here, forty three home runs in Camden Yards in the ten games. Yeah, in the ten games Baltimore only scored forty four runs. Oh, and so
1: the Yankees, Yankees. hit forty three homers. So stupid. So those games the Yankees lost to the lowly Orioles that was at home. In the Bronx, well, if they went ten zero at Camden Yards,
0: yes, I yeah, don't think that they I'd were.
1: Put, unless they played in London, games no. we didn't watch. I put two and two together together and came up with that notes. Notes. <laughs> and a lot of people think we don't prep for this. You have notes. I have notes. I even I wrote have notes. ha yeah. out phonetically, so I wouldn't get thrown off. Yeah, and I see now the Mets of who they keep winning as well, Jerry, and they play the Nationals this weekend. Yeah, they're off today. They could sweep and possibly be in first place. And they don't have to face Max Scherzer. No, no Scherzer. Still hurt. Still Had a bit hurt. Of a
0: setback, I believe.
1: How's this Strasburg doing this year? Well. He's doing well. We facing him this weekend? Yes. I, I didn't look uh, at the matches. Friday
0: night is, is uh, Marcus Strowman and Steven Strasburg, oh, I believe. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. I can double check that, but I think Strasburg goes Friday.
1: Could you Google that? At I some could, point? except not right now. Yeah, I can, this my computer's broke here, or I would Google it for you. Here's something that I think is going to really. Get the fans loving Sam Darnold even more, Jerry. Winning. Winning would be awesome. That would be pretty good. That would be number one. Number two? Number two is he was asked to be part of a birthday video for Tom Brady, where they were going to go around taping well wishes from other starting quarterbacks in the league. And he said, drop dead. And he said, I'll pass. It's great. He said, that is my competitor. I'm paraphrasing here. I'm giving him nothing. Yeah, good for him. You get nothing. All they do is lose, lose, lose yeah. to the Patriots. So could good. You, Don't could be you, part of that. Now, I bet when he first got this request, would you like to be part of this Tom Brady video? All starting quarterbacks were asking. He was probably like, oh, that'd be cool. You think Joe Douglas said no? I think he or thought of guys like Joe Beningo. So you
0: think he did it, he said no on his own?
1: I think he said no on his I own. I thought
0: you were going to say maybe it came from the top.
1: No. I think he evaluated. Do you think Joe Beningo is in Sam Darnold's head? Yeah, like guys like Joe, like the hardcore Jet fan sure. does not want to see me. I haven't won anything yet. They do not want to see me wishing Tom Brady the happy birthday. The casual Jet fan doesn't want to see that. No. So you're
0: right. Joe would lose his mind.
1: Yes. And Sam Darnold wants no part of that. Good for him. He's maturing right before yes. our eyes. He's going right with the New York media. Yep. So he said, I'll pass. You get.
0: Nothing. You're gonna be locked in for Jets Nothing. Giants. Tonight. I am gonna tune into that. Hope for a bruhaha on the field. Oh, that's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> a preseason
1: bruhaha. Yeah, I'll those watch. usually happen
0: in the joint practices, not the that's true exhibition
1: games. Now, this exhibition game, I'll watch the first quarter because yeah. uh, you know some starters will play. Some starters will play, and yeah. then I'm interested in Daniel Jones. Watching him. Yeah. Are you gonna do a Counting Crows redo for Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones and me. Tell each other fairy tales. No,
0: Daniel Jones and Barkley. That's pretty good. Oh,
1: that's pretty good, Jerry. That's pretty good. Daniel Jones and (laughs) Barkley. Tell each other fairy tales. (laughs) As we look at the beautiful women. There you go. I just sparked a thought. You did? Yeah. And then how about this story, Jerry? This is my favorite story of the day. If this is going to be the story, <laughs> I think you're going to. What would be my favorite story would, of the day that you saw well, yesterday?
0: Usually you're into stories with uh, butts, yes, penises, uh huh, relationships, right. and something in between. So Kids I'm and I'm going to say, no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm going to say it's the Kirk Cousins yes. story uh, about the center Garrett, whatever
1: his name is. His name, Jerry, I took notes, Garrett Bradbury. Bradbury? Bradbury? You're not sure, are you? No, I wrote down that correctly. (laughs) Bradbury. Bradbury. Okay. He was a high draft choice for them. Okay. First rounder. Center. Has a sweating problem in his butt area. (laughs) Yes, he does. I'm going to take it back to how much he sweats again. He promises that it's not a problem in games. That doesn't sound so bad, right? So in games, he does his butt sweats only in practice? His shorts today were soaked. And uh, he says it's not a problem on game day. So the moment of truth, Friday night. <laughs> now so this, there you go. This center claims that his butt, while it sweats, on game day, he can sit on the cooling bench yes. and it dries Correct. his butt.
0: Yes. Now, Jeff Schwartz, remember Jeff Schwartz? He wrote a book. Oh, yeah. Remember him? I'm um, Jeff Schwartz. He, <laughs> he says this is a very real problem.
1: Yeah. Sweaty butts. <laughs> yes. If I was Kirk Cousins, I'd be like, what do we do shotgun again today? Remember the Friends one with Smelly Cat? Smelly Cat. (laughs) What do you say we go shotgun? And how did, you know, yesterday on the podcast, Jerry, we were talking about how different things start in history. Oh, you think? Is that what we were talking about? Abe Lincoln.
0: (laughs) And his sexual preferences.
1: How (laughs) do you think they decided in football, we're going to pass the ball near (laughs) my butt. You're going to put your hands. You would have
0: thought it would have been a turnaround. Right. A handoff.
1: Right. Because you played uh, uh, street ball. Yeah, well, I played quarterback in high school for a few games, too. But I'm talking like that you played. That was official. Yeah. But like you played in your neighborhood. Oh, two-hand touch, tackle. Yeah, absolutely. What did the quarterback do? He started at the line holding the ball. We didn't put our hands. No, we
0: And if we did did go under center, it was one of these where the snap was very low and you had to go down to grab the football. Yes. You were not putting the top part of your hand on the bottom part of that.
1: Yeah. Certain neighborhoods would be like, no, you got to have a center. And can have a center. Then snap he's it to me. You got a sweaty butt. Right. It's disgusting. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I'm
0: proud of you. I would have thought you would have led with that story.
1: I'm not going to lie. I wanted to, but I was like, if Mark Chernoff <laughs> hears this. But the, it's a real story, though. I know, but the Yankees are on a roll. The Mets are on a roll. True. The Giants, Jets play That's tonight. Fair. If I led with the sweaty butt. You know what? I never butt. looked
0: at these 15 minutes, though.
1: Oh as that i do occasionally but
0: kirk cousins is literally concerned that he's yes. not going to be able to throw the ball because his butt sweat is going to be on his hands right and it
1: makes the ball slippery you can't grip it i mean it. it's a legit story i've heard boomer tell stories about th- that the sweaty center yeah. butt and the stench that ah, then right, goes on boomer's enough. hand
0: Fine. disgusting we got to take a quick break Ooh. boomer with the good smelling hands sweaty butts sweaty with butts geo next on the fan It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAM. Uh, Yankees destroyed the Orioles again last night. Shocker. Uh, and the Mets did beat the Marlins complete the four-game sweep. They are right there now. Half game out in the wild card race. Only two and a half out in the race uh, for the top spot with the Nationals. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. They could and be in first place in the wild card race at the end of this weekend. How is that, that right?
1: It's possible, yeah. So when we do the show Monday from Jet Camp. It's possible. That's possible. Yes. All right. And you saw who lost for the Phillies yesterday. Your boy, Jason Vargas. 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 Had himself a tough day. Now, why is Le'Veon Bell not playing tonight, Jerry? Because there's no reason to. But he hasn't played in so long. Yeah. Let's get him some game action. Yeah, he'll get some game action. Just not tonight. Not tonight. Yeah. Because it's have, the first a lot of game. A
0: stars are not going to play tonight and this weekend
1: the first game because it's the first it's weird the Giants and Jets are normally one of the last they're usually the third one the third one where they play better
0: ones they play a whole half yeah this is a little different this year that was strange yeah kind of sucky yeah but you'll see Daniel Jones and Barkley so and I tried uh
1: (laughs) I tried um watching uh what's that called hard knocks last night I watched it's
0: kind of boring it's not that it's boring you've seen it
1: yeah Nothing really
0: happens. Yeah, if you're a Raider fan, it's cool. I think if you're an NFL fan and you've watched it every year, it's the same show, which is fine. But it's it's what it is. Unless there's
1: a brouhaha. Right (laughs) now, Gruden is a likable guy, so he's. It's good that he's on there. Right. Because if now you can get the Yankees
0: and the Giants tonight on the fan.